You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. I want to thank you for being a faithful listener and checking us out every week on Afro Vibes Radio. But hey, if you somehow don't get a chance to check us out Thursdays, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio, please don't hesitate to check out our podcast page. That's anchor.fm backslash HW Connection. That's H-W-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Again, check us out on our anchor.fm podcast page. Check out all the shows uploaded there immediately after the show airs on Afrovibes Radio. Also, if you want to listen to the show live on Afrovibes Radio, please download the app, afrovibesradio.com. You can download it from the, the website or go to your local or favorite, sorry, mobile OS app, be it Android or iPhone. Download the app on your phone today. You can stream the show as well as the awesome Afrobeat music collection live on your phone for free. Again, no money down, all free, all awesomeness. Do it today. Again, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always get at me on Instagram. Um, my uh, name, Dr. Barry MD, D R B A R R Y M D. Also, you can email me at Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com. That's Dr. Barry, D R B A R R Y H E A L T H at gmail.com. And last but not least, Facebook is also where we're at, posting all the shows as well as other exciting articles. Check us out at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Again, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We love hearing from listeners. Any feedback, any even sponsorship opportunities, because we are um, very highly listened podcast. Always looking for sponsors. Check us out if you're interested in sponsoring the show. And also, you can do it on the Anchor FM page. You can donate, become a super sponsor. We're going to get a lot of cool freebies for those people who do sign up. So, check us out again. It's Dr. Barry here. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection. The premier health and wellness podcast and radio show for those interested in really finding ways to improve their overall health and wellness through natural methods of life modification. All right, guys. So uh, I'm your host, Dr. Barry. I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, it's a pretty interesting time in the world. Um, this is the uh, summer of 2020. And things are pretty hot, you know. We just uh, are still dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, even though we're on the waning tail of the um, actual epidemic, at least it's believed for now, even though many believe there will be a second epidemic, potentially, or a second wave, I should say, sometime this later on this year. However, coronavirus is still a thing, even though it's now on the back burner, 
given the recent violence and uh, I was let me not say violent the recent um, wide scale protests that have um, began as a result of the uh, controversy behind the um, George Floyd murder. But before we go into detail on that, which is kind of what we're going to really talk more about on this show, let's briefly discuss some of the corona because the coronavirus still is a thing. And, uh, you know, before we go into further, I just want to kind of just recap the numbers because it's still something that, you know, is a danger for many. And um, we need to be, you know, on top of some of the, um, the recent data. So, again, coronavirus cases, current data, according to worldometers.info, which is my favorite site to track the numbers. 6.5 million people worldwide have been diagnosed with coronavirus. Now, of those 6.5 million, 3.1 million have recovered. So, pretty good. Almost uh, a little under 50% um, have recovered and uh, are doing pretty well, uh, according to these uh, data points. Now, we've had about 388,000 deaths. So, it's a pretty significant uh, you know, amount of people who have passed. 388,000, a lot of people. Uh, no matter you know what kind of issue you're dealing with, so it's definitely um, something that we're seeing, um, you know, is really affecting people. Now the thing with the the coronavirus, um, you know, most countries now are coming off of their lockdowns. A lot of um, nations are really relaxing regulations as far as social distancing and mask wearing and so forth. Some of those due to declining cases. Other those other countries do it due to violent protests that existed, including the United States. Some states in the Union just essentially reopened despite increasing numbers. This is believed to be causing a bump in new cases. So, um, it's, uh, it's believed that uh, June 2nd, there was about 115,000 new cases. And uh, many are believed this, this surge in new cases could be due to um, <clears throat> reopening that we're seeing across the globe. Now, on the flip side, the deaths are actually coming down. The curve is actually heading on the downward trend. Every day there's less and less deaths. However, people are worried that this death trend will also potentially increase as uh, these new cases start to progress and and uh, some of these patients who are being diagnosed may end up succumbing to their new disease. Now, as far as quick breakdown for the nations, Brazil has surged to second place. The U.S. is still number one, as Trump would say. We're number one. We're number one. As far as the highest number of total coronavirus cases at 1.9 million, um, almost a third of the total world population. Brazil, on the other hand, is about a little over half a million, 584,000 cases in Brazil with uh, because of Bolsonaro. The president of Brazil's very laissez-faire approach to the coronavirus pandemic, which is essentially do nothing and deny it exists. It's proven to be a devastating uh, strategy for the poor people in Brazil, especially who really don't have access to health care and um, health services that the more affluent um, population does have. Now, of course, like Brazil, as it was a state that participated heavily in the slave trade, there are a large number of um, African-descended people there, a.k.a. black people. And as a result of this kind of uh, lack of, um, sorry, there's an insist because of the inequitable distribution of resources, many of the black population of Brazil are also in a very um, 
uh, squalid, um, I should say, um, locations of uh, less uh, sophistication, if you will. Essentially, they're in the ghettos. And in the ghettos of Brazil, social distancing is something that really cannot be practiced. So unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, new cases piling up every day. And Brazil is really one of the, f- the few hot spots uh, in the world. So, you know, prayers out to Brazil. Hopefully they'll get their, uh, you know, response in order and start getting these people treated. And hopefully we'll see, um, you know, better news out of Brazil you know, as the summer progresses. But yes, uh, most countries definitely are on the decline, but there's still definitely um, new cases sprouting about all over the globe. Uh, Mexico is also another area that's starting to have a quick rise at almost 4,000 new cases diagnosed uh, this past uh, uh, day and uh, a lot more deaths too. 1,000 new deaths in uh, Mexico as well. So, you know, the coronavirus is definitely not over. Certain countries are on the downward trend, but it's definitely still a thing. And despite all the, um, you know, warnings and so forth, uh, many countries are still seeing large amounts of patients uh, start to pile up. And, of course, there's a concern for a second wave, being in South Korea. They're starting to see new cases after being on a downward trend for so many, so many months. So, um, that being said, and the, the, despite all the deaths and the destruction we're seeing from the coronavirus, that is actually not the most significant issue going on globally. And that brings us back to the topic of George Floyd. Now, um, if you don't know, if you've been on the rock of somewhere, um, George Floyd was a individual who was uh, believed to be murdered unjustly by the police in Minneapolis. Apparently, um, he was a bouncer in a club. Um, there was some accusation that he apparently had a fake $20 bill. As a result, um, police were called on him. He was apparently arrested. And it seemed to be peaceful. However, uh, the video is not fully clear, but ultimately there was a tussle. And then it was found that Mr. Floyd was was uh, essentially tackled and um, um, essentially suffocated to death by the police officers who were arresting him at the time. Um, many people were filming this and uh, despite the protestations of passerbys and and bystanders, the police officer apparently uh, decided to use lethal, um, uh, a lethal chokehold to, uh, many believe, to intentionally kill Mr. Floyd. And um, as a result, many people were obviously very upset. What got people even more upset, however, was there was a lack of um, investigation by the police department, many felt, and uh, many police officers involved were essentially... Um, not reprimanded or really punished. Um, this has led to um, significant um, outrage and ultimately wide-scale protests and um, ultimately carnage and destruction as a result of some of the uh, protesters and uh, looters taking advantage of the situation and causing more chaos. Now, of course, our goal here, we don't really talk too much about social political things here even though now given the way all things are going it's kind of all blending together (laughs) since uh you know everything is kind of relating to everything else but i want to talk about this today because i felt that um 
One thing that's not really talked about enough, especially when it comes to mental health, or especially when it comes to health and wellness, is mental health. And one thing that we're noticing is that all the imagery we're seeing on the TV regarding the uh, the racial violence, and for instance, when George Floyd was initially um, uh, murdered, um, there was a lot of video that was being circulated around, and many people were watching the video and seeing uh, Mr. Floyd cry for help and seemingly um, helpless, despite his his large frame, six four, six hundred. I mean, six six four, two hundred and um, forty plus pounds, um, fit gentleman. But even this gentleman, despite his size and and strength, was unable to uh, you know defend himself, uh, given the uh, the uh, police. Attacks that he sustained. Um, so it's very important that we understand, um, you know, that when people are victimized such a way and others are witnessing this, you know, this can cause pretty significant trauma, pretty significant mental trauma, if you will. And many believe that these uh, constant exposures to, you know, seeing especially black uh, people um, unjustly killed by authorities, be it police, security guards, and so forth, has led to just large amounts of anguish, further distrust of the system, and just a continuing level of just anger as far as how they're treated in um, in the country. Um, as a result of these uh, feelings of anger and mistrust and disgust, um, it led to large-scale protests and ultimately violence, as we said earlier. So as individuals concerned about our overall health of the wellness, which is what we were focused on on this show, we try to understand how these images can negatively affect us. And we're going to talk more about that as far as, you know, the whole concept of um, police brutality and how we respond so that we can you know, try to improve the situation, but at the same time, ensure that we're doing the best for our own mental health and wellness. Um, again, um, we got a lot to talk about, guys, just at the break, but we're going to talk more about this when we return. It's Dr. Barry with the Health and Wellness Connection. All right, Dr. Barry, we are back with the Health and Wellness Connection podcast slash radio show Thanks for listening to the show today. So excited that you're here to join us. Now, um, again, we're talking about George Floyd and the whole anguish and mental health challenges that um, people are dealing with as a result of the entire uh, situation uh, regarding Mr. Floyd and the following protests and looting and chaos that has resulted. Now, before we go any further, I do want to say that, um, you know, I was actually lucky enough to attend one of the protests here in Houston, where I'm at currently. And uh, it was a pretty amazing experience. Um, I will say about, uh, first of all, I was stunned at the numbers that came out. I mean, I expected maybe a handful of people come out. Honestly, I talked to a lot of colleagues and friends. A lot of people were a little nervous about going to the protests, fearful of potential violence that could break out. And in their defense, there had been a lot of violence that had been breaking out throughout the country in protests previous. So, uh, many people were a little nervous. Um, I decided to check it out just to see kind of some of the issues um, and, uh, you know, groups of people 
now we're out there and, and just to get an idea of the, the, the true temperature of people's feelings regarding the George Floyd incident. Now, again, I'm in Houston and uh, I was really stunned with the actual protest itself. First off, the number of people, I think it was estimated in Houston, we had about 60,000 people show up. It's pretty, pretty, um, pretty amazing turnout. And the people of all shapes, sizes, colors, creeds, I literally saw large groups of literally every demographic in Houston. Now, Houston is the most diverse city in the nation, so I think that did lend well to Houston's uh, diverse turnout. But um, it was definitely something that was um, interesting to see throughout the country because all communities, all groups of people, all walks of life were represented in protests, protests all over the country and the world for that matter. So um, it's, it's definitely shown that a lot of people are, are, are concerned about the plight of people who are being victimized by police brutality. And this is really a worldwide issue. Every country has had issues with the police department and how they may sometimes overstep their bounds um, and potentially victimize citizens. And I think that struck a chord with many who were, you know, seeing what was happening here in America. And unfortunately, there's been many cases of people who have been victimized and has resulted in large community up unrest and uh, protests and so forth. But what about the individual who's, uh, you know, at home and trying to figure out how to cope with some of the imagery being seen on television and how to kind of deal with some of the drama as a result of um, these sort of, um, you know, uh, I guess you call them, uh, you know, racial um, kind of situations. Um, many people are are having increased difficulty in dealing with them from a mental health standpoint. And so I, I tell patients and people, for, for that matter, who are interested in finding ways to cope with or under, better understand um, the concerns of, of people who are maybe upset or maybe you're someone who's not really sure why people are upset or perhaps you're someone who's a little bit upset but maybe you're kind of confused as to why some people seem to be so frustrated to the point of violence. And, uh, you know, I think the best thing to kind of address and answer some of those questions is you have to understand, um, I think Martin Luther King once said, um, rioting is the response of those who feel they're unheard. Now, paraphrasing now, it's not exactly like that, but that's essentially what he was saying. And, uh, that's such an important and very powerful quote because um, the reality is, you know, most people who have access to resources, who have, you know, a feeling that they are respected and heard in their community, don't really need to riot because if they say something, typically it's done. For instance, if you're someone who has respect of your community, have someone who has respect of your, you know, civic, um, your, you know, your um, local government and so forth. Um, you know, if you're victimized, usually people will come and, you know, deal with the issue and punish those who are responsible for victimizing you. Um, if you're someone who's, you know, been, um, you know, maltreated, for instance, uh, usually those who are respected in the community tend to have those issues addressed, their needs heard, and so forth. Now, those who who um, who feel that the um, community at large, for instance, is not really interested in addressing um, one's issues. A lot of times, those who feel that 
the system that they're currently in is that's it's not set up to help them with their issues may unfortunately resort to protesting and chaos and sometimes violence and uh you know violence is something that usually i don't condone for any reason however i'm definitely also not the one to criticize others for doing things that they feel may potentially be um, a way of communicating their grievances to the powers that be and um it's unfortunate, but one thing violence does do is get people's attention, despite um, the unfortunate ramifications that result from it. So, um, you know, it's very important that, you know, I think that to help figure out the best ways to cope or just deal with some of these issues is really trying to better understand the perspective of those who feel that, you know, chaos and violence may be the way to get attention. Now, um, unfortunately, um, people believe that if you listen to people who are violent, you're somehow encouraging violence, and that may be partially uh, true, but the reality is that um, if you continue to ignore those who are violent, it won't end. The violence will just get worse, the the frustration will get worse, and I think uh, society as a whole will be far worse off if that were to occur. So I think listening and understanding people's perspective is really important. It's so critical. If you're interested in potentially resolving an issue. Now, some people are, will say, hey, you know, we don't care. We do what we want. We will crush anyone who stands in our way, which is the perspective Trump was taking initially. <laughs> so it's unfortunate because uh, those kind of things can lead to this increased chaos. And that's generally bad for everyone's mental health, um, both for the uh, oppressed and the oppressor. So, it's just something that I think um, hopefully we'll, we'll do more as a community is talk and communicate with one another to better understand one's uh, perspective, to really um, figure out a way to get a grasp of these issues that tend to result in these you know, huge uh, violent outbursts, if you will. And for those who are you know, um, feeling as if they are in a state where they feel um, helpless in their ability to cope with some of these issues as they may feel personally connected with the victims. They feel that the person who was killed was similar to a family member or friend who they knew who was killed in a similar fashion. And those people in particular may almost have a feeling of PTSD from seeing imagery of violence um, that reminds them of things they went through personally. Especially if it was a similar situation where, you know, their loved one was um, was killed by you know, authorities who were excused or allowed to, you know, essentially go unpunished for their crimes, and uh, that can be very tough. And you know, for people who who are sensitive because of personal things they've dealt with, you know, I always recommend for people like that to try to avoid consuming too much of um, you know the media especially when it comes to these kind of topics because it can be very very difficult <clears throat> you know and very traumatic for it if you will um, to those who are potentially susceptible to um, you know re-triggering those um, past memories so sometimes over consuming media be it you're on social media watching various videos and you're on different news outlets watching streaming 24-7 uh, news regarding the incidents, the constant exposure to the imagery can also potentially further 
worsen or further exacerbate any potential mental issues or mental frustrations you may be dealing with. So, you know, while it's not a permanent solution, sometimes just avoiding uh, some of the overexposure can be helpful as far as reducing some of the negative effects that, you know, these uh, these negative images can have. Personally, I'm someone who actually does not like to watch any kind of um, killing of someone, especially when it comes to, you know, very egregious murders like the George Floyd killer. Um, you know, it's something that I think over time can have a negative effect on one's psyche seeing these, you know, killings and murders just over and over again on these social media sites. So just don't, you know, overdo it. You know, you know, imagery is very powerful. The brain actually, you know, learns via imagery, imagery. This is why the whole idea of seeing is believing is so real. You can actually create a fake you know, that's why movies are so powerful, are such powerful ways to communicate. Even though a movie isn't is entirely fake, you know, as far as the uh, story and the acting and everything is all created, but your brain will interpret it as a real thing. This is why, you know, a lot of people learn so effectively via TV, good and bad. <laughs> you put a good, you know, show with a whole cast of some sort of, you know, setting, and people will believe that is the real, you know, version of whatever you're portraying even though it's complete fabrication so um you know imagery can be very powerful and you don't want to overexpose yourself to potentially harmful imagery like you know snuff films <laughs> like the george floyd tape so just be careful guys even though it's important that we see what's going on and be able to appropriately assess the situation so we can react accordingly you know overexposing ourselves to really negative imagery like people dying or people being killed can be harmful to the psyche and, you know, may not be healthy. So just, you know, be wary of that. And so, like, um, we're saying with the whole, you know, uh, recent murder of George Floyd and the resulting um, violent protest, it's very important that, um, you know, we understand, you know, what's going on and work toward improving situations so that we can reduce or really prevent these sort of events from reoccurring you know unfortunately throughout the history especially here in america um there seems to be a short um like people tend to have a short memory if you will where after a few years uh, people tend to go back to old habits and unfortunately um a lot of old habits can recreate old circumstances which can lead to unfortunately new <laughs> situations that could be you know, extremely harmful and dangerous. So let's all learn to reflect about, you know, things that we can do to help reduce some of the systems of injustice and, uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, maltreatment of citizens that can result in such violent protests and such general uprisings as we've seen as a result of the George Floyd, um, you know, um, protests. So, you know, Ultimately, this is a situation that everyone has to work together to help uh, resolve. You know, I'm just a one person. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I do think that, uh, you know, if we try to really kind of sit down and really better understand what led to some of the, um, the violence that we've seen over the past few days, that it could lead to healing, you know, progression, and, and ultimately, we all hope, 
a prevention of this happening again in the future. All right, so um, as we um, wrap up the show today, I'm going to leave you guys with uh, some clips of uh, the protest that I actually attended in Houston. Just kind of, you know, it's no video here. If you actually go on Instagram, you will see some of the imagery uh, on the Facebook and the um, Instagram page. That's www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss, as well as the Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Um, but really be with some sounds of the recent protests, just kind of some of the energy and the vibes that were out there. And you guys can listen and see, you know, if you can close your eyes and kind of imagine, you know, people of all shapes and colors, tens of thousands, all chanting on one accord to stop police brutality and promote justice. Again, this is a, a somber episode of the Health of Ones Connection podcast more topics for you guys in the near future again this is dr barry stay safe stay healthy and protect your mental health peace Hello guys, this is Dr. Bear here of the Health and Wellness Collection podcast slash radio show. I'm out here at the George Floyd Houston protests, just kind of taking a glimpse of some of the uh, energy that's out here as a result of the recent uh, killing of uh, George Floyd by the Minnesota Police Department. Now, uh, of course, I'm sure you guys are aware, this is kind of in the news all over the globe. Um, George Floyd has uh, really been a name that's been kind of screamed out a desire to uh, get justice on the behalf of black Americans and other oppressed minorities who feel they've been unjustly treated by the police uh, system. Now, that being said, um, today um, at uh, downtown Houston, there was actually a large protest. I'm actually here right now recording this part of the show. And uh, it's a pretty been fairly overwhelming experience. A lot of people here of all races, colors, and creeds. We post a video of this later on the Instagram and the YouTube, so definitely check out that. But yes, it's definitely um, a very emotional experience for a lot of people. A lot of people are really uh, proclaiming the need for justice. And I think Houston PD is actually out here as well. And they're um, also echoing those same complaints and those same uh, needs. So hopefully um, you know, this whole event will lead to something productive and there'll be some sort of new legislation or laws that'll be passed that'll kind of promote the sense of um, fairness and justice. Um, especially when it comes to policing and also investigating some of these unjust killings that have happened as a result of overzealous police violence. Now, again, um, this is again a very um, emotional day in Houston, Texas. Of course, we all know that George Floyd was a fellow Houstonian from Houston, Texas, even though he was killed in Minnesota. So that has really kind of made the, uh, the loss extra hard for a lot of the individuals who are out here in Houston. A lot of people knew him personally. 
And so, yeah, so we're going to talk more about how, you know, these uh, state-sanctioned um, uh, violent events are affecting the mental psyche of individuals who are, you know, just trying to go about their daily, you know, day-to-day -day activities. It's one thing to, um, you know, have to deal with the death of someone that was killed unjustly, but it's even worse to have to relive that event over and over and over again. That's something that's seen, especially when it comes to black Americans and unjustly killed. And not that only black Americans, there's plenty of other Americans, white Americans, Latino Americans, um, that have also been unjustly killed by um, the authorities. But it seems like black Americans are overrepresented. So that has, I think, led to some of the increased anger and disgust as far as how policing is really unfairly um, arbitrated out here in America. So again, um, we're going to talk more deeply about the entire wave of deaths of black Americans and how it's affecting the mental psyche of all Americans because unfortunately it's really causing a, a number on many people's emotional and mental state. So we hope that you know, through a lot of uh, self-evaluation exploration, we can get to the bottom of it and hopefully figure out a way to come through this. So again, this is Dr. Barry, Health and Wellness Extra Podcast. We're going to dive deep more into the whole George Floyd situation and how it's affecting the mental health of everyone globally. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Health and Wellness Connection.
Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast and radio show. For more information on ways to get healthy, please check us out. www.anchor.fm forward slash HW Connection. Here you can re-listen to the show, check out older shows, and even further support the show by becoming a subscriber to the podcast. Please check us out today. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash HW Connection. And also, don't forget to follow Dr. Barry on Instagram at drbarrymd. Until next time, stay healthy.